Hello, my name is Douglas Block. I'm an author and mental health educator. Welcome to your Depression Recovery Podcast, where each week we talk about practical tools and coping strategies for healing from depression and anxiety. This week's podcast was adapted from one of my YouTube videos. I hope you enjoy it. The title of today's video is Three Ways to Combat Hopelessness. But first, we have to tell our joke. Now, I think this is actually a good pun. So, what happened when the dentist married the manicurist? They fought tooth and nail. Yeah, my, my video is, is nodding. All right, so um, today's title again, Three Ways to Combat Hopelessness. And why is this topic so important? Because those who have studied depression and have been depressed can tell you that uh, it's not just the pain of depression, but the sense of hopelessness and despair that makes people want to give up and end it all. Think about this example. Let's say you're going through a really difficult ordeal. It could be an illness. It could be an emotional crisis, a financial crisis. And then someone told you at a certain date in the future, let's say July 17th, the crisis would be over and you would be liberated from your suffering. Well, no matter how long the future it was, you would get a calendar and start marking the days off, anticipating you know, the end of the crisis, right? Anticipating this liberation. This is very similar to, say, someone in prison being given a release date. But what if that date came and the end of the crisis did not occur? Moreover, what if you were not given a new end date? In other words, you were not told at a certain point in time you would be out of the crisis. Well, you would plunge into a state of despair, right? I mean, uh, every person I know who's been suicidal, uh, including myself, has said that their despair, their suicidal feelings occurred when they thought that the depression would never end and they would be enduring this pain forever. Well, if you're in such a state or you know someone who is, I've come up with three ways that I've used for myself to combat hopelessness. First, say those four magic words that I've repeated how many times in this uh, channel, I don't know. They are, this too shall pass. As I stated in my video, uh, four words that can save a life, the only constant in the physical universe is change. The Buddhists call this impermanence. I mean, think back to your life. Like, look five years ago. You're not the same person you were. You're not in the same circumstances. Well, if things changed in the past, they can do so in the future. Remember, everything is in flux. Secondly, try to think about time as unfolding, not in a straight line, but as a series of cycles. Uh, some of you may remember the song by the birds, Turn, Turn, Turn. It was quite popular. And the lyrics are taken from the book of Ecclesiastes that go, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Well, right now you're in a season of darkness. You may be in a season of despair or hopelessness. But just as spring follows winter, your season of darkness will give way to a season of rebirth. To understand this idea of time unfolding in cycles, it might be helpful to consult the many, many myths out there in all the different world religions that talk about the cycle of death and rebirth. My favorite, of course, is the phoenix bird, which after 500 years uh, burned itself in a funeral pyre and then rose out of its ashes. Of course, uh, if you look at the Greek myth of Persephone and Ceres, Ceres, the mother goddess, Persephone, your daughter, kidnapped by Pluto, taken into the underworld, and then eventually released to see your mother uh, for six months, then back into the underworld. Uh, the Greeks, again, used this uh, to explain the coming and going of the seasons. And then, of course, there's the story of Christ who is crucified, you know, buried in a tomb, and then rose. So whether you think about these uh, myths, either literally or symbolically, they do explain, or they don't explain, they show us 
that in the ongoing cycle of human existence, uh, we experience things in seasons and one season gives way to another. My third strategy for overcoming hopelessness, and I've had to use this a lot of times, is <clears throat> don't ask yourself the question, will this pain end? Because your brain will say, never, it will never end, you're doomed. And this is how the disease of depression distorts the brain's thinking. Instead, a much better question to ask is, how can I make it through the end of the day? Uh, how can I basically get through the next couple of hours and survive? And of course, the best way to do this is to distract yourself from the pain. This can mean uh, calling a friend, my favorite, uh, taking a walk, um, listening to music, uh, doing a Sudoku. Uh, if your anxiety is real high, maybe taking an anti-anxiety medication. Some people just go to sleep. Whatever it is, you make it through the end of the day and you know you don't have to worry about tomorrow. You just have to think about making it till the end of the day. Now, what if during this process of trying to do this, um, your mind jumps into the future and catastrophizes? You just say, cancel, cancel, take a deep breath, and focus yourself on your feet or focus on your feet and your feet touching the ground. This will bring you back into the current reality, into the present. You may have to do this every hour, every half hour, every 15 minutes, every minute. Do it as often as you can until you make it through the end of the day. I'd like to conclude with a story uh, from my worst depressive episode many years ago that helped me to overcome feelings of hopelessness. I went into a brand new counselor in my outpatient uh, uh, treatment. Her name was Vicki, and I walked in. She said, how are you doing? I said, I'm doomed. It's, it's over. I'm never going to get better. I might as well die. She said, how do you know? I said, I just know. I just know. Don't ask me. I just know. She said, that's interesting. Are you God? Are you omnipotent? Are you omniscient? Uh, do you know the future? I said, well, I guess not. Well, she said, if you're not God, then be open to the fact that uh, the future can change. Hasn't it changed in the past? Haven't things happened to you that you never thought would happen? I said, yeah, like falling into this depressive episode. She said, well, if that can happen in the past, then things can happen in the future you weren't expecting. And I thought, yeah, maybe she's right. There was a bit of doubt in my mind. Maybe things can change for the better. What Vicky did for me, I'm now wanting to do for you to place some doubt in your mind when you think all is lost, because all is not lost. About three weeks after my meeting with Vicki, my depression started to lift, and soon I recovered. And if you hang in there long enough, the same shift can happen for you. I'd like to conclude with a lovely poem about hope that I'd like to read to you. There is no medicine like hope, no incentive so great, no tonic so powerful, as the expectation of something better tomorrow. This has been Douglas Block. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something from it. If you'd like to ask me any questions about what you have heard, feel free to email me at douglasblock at gmail.com. That's my first and last name, all lowercase, at gmail.com, without any dots or underscores. If you would like to learn more about my work with depression, you can visit my website, www.healingfromdepression.com, or go to my YouTube channel. Just open up YouTube and type in the words Douglas Block Depression, and my depression recovery channel should come right up. Finally, I would like to remind you that depression and anxiety are treatable conditions. It may take time to find the right therapy or a combination of therapies, but if you persevere, you can achieve the healing that you seek. And until our next podcast, I wish you the best in your mental health recovery. Thank you for listening.